You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama hey Crimson Tide. Back Part of Locked the Locked On, on Podcast Robinson. Network, That's your me. team Jimmy Stein, every day. Jim. Jimmy, are you there? Well, waterlogged. The amount of wet that this storm is producing is just unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. It is bad. I hope you're being safe. Um, just give everybody a report. You're doing fine. You just your internet sucks, right? Well, yeah, every, everything uh, connection wise sucks. We kind of we we haven't lost electricity. It's flickered a couple of times. I'm sure that's because everyone's home, and uh, we've lost satellite several times, and can't get on the internet at times and can't really get on the roads. There's a lot of road closings uh, around because the water is so high. And of course we live in a watery area down here on the coast. But uh, anyway, uh, certainly uh, much worse to our West and worried about those folks. And uh, we'll get through this. And by Saturday we'll have college football, including the Crimson Tide. Yep, and Alabama-Miami, Alabama about an 18-and-a-half-point uh, favorite right now. And uh, I think that's probably about right. I, You know, I think Miami's dealing with some injuries. I'm trying to get a Miami guy on to uh, do sort of a crossover episode with us, although there is no Miami uh, locked on right now. So, you know, I'm just going to do the best I can do with that. Yeah, so, Jimmy, I think um, before we get to our first break, um, we need to at least gloss over the fact that Quandarius Robinson got a DUI, a very bad move. I mean, look, kids make dumbass mistakes all the time. I mean, if you, we all know people who've gotten DUIs. Some of us have. Some of us haven't or should have. And, um, you know, but just you hate to see it. I mean, every time you see it, I mean, isn't there something – look, there's something to be said for uh, the learning curve, meaning you you learn some of these things – through experience. But there's also something to be said for Jesus. If you get a DUI these days, I mean, my God, Gertie, what what is wrong with you, especially on an Alabama football team where every student in the university would have given you a ride for free? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get how uh, dumb uh, this is, and I'm sure the kid feels dumb, and I'm sure the kid feels like it's the biggest mistake of, of his life, and, and thankfully uh, – Thankfully, no one was hurt in the accident. Um, you know, I'm not glossing over it like it's a minor thing. You know, obviously, it's very serious because someone could lose their life in a situation like that. But at the same time, you know, one of the things that could really get to me is people being super critical of this, even though themselves has driven drunk at some point in their lives. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the people like, oh, my gosh, how dare he do this, yet – that same person being super critical has done the same thing, especially when they were younger. And uh, that that's infuriating to me a little bit. I mean, it's like, like uh, you know, I, I'm not saying let's cut him a break. Let's forget this ever happened. I, I think what needs to happen is what Coach Saban does every time. He does an assessment for those that don't know. There, there'll, there'll be an assessment. Okay, was this a one-off? Was this just a bad judgment or does Quan have some sort of problem that needs to be addressed i mean coach Saban gets to the root of solving it and actually helping the kid as opposed to some fans who just want to punish every kid by lashing them or or sending them to timeout or kicking them off the team or some sort of 
you did bad, therefore I get to beat you type thing. Uh, Coach Saban's into, ooh, this could be indicative of a problem. Let's find out. And if there is one, let's fix it. And yeah, just ends up Coach Saban smarter than the rest of us. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. It is time for football again. All your eyes are turning to football. We know this. You're listening to us. You know that. BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action. Get all the updated odds, the props, the contest, including half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the 200,000 NFL Survivor Contest is open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between Tampa Bay and Dallas, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Holy cow, that's amazing. BetOnline is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sports books experts. Also, Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com or Built.com, 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 Built.com. Don't go to BuiltBar.com, but you can. I don't care, but go to Built.com to get the Built Bar. Okay, I can't make that any clearer, (laughs) which is sad. Um, While I was doing this live read, I did have one of my friends text me. I swear to you this happened. He said, I'm about to go to uh, Built Bar and buy one and buy some, several, and I'm, how do I make sure you guys get credit for it? I'm going to tell you. Just put in locked on in the uh, in the how'd you hear about us or in the promo code and all that stuff, and uh, we would appreciate it. That's great. Thank you, John, for doing that. Um, built.com is where you want to go to get all these delicious, nutritious Built Bars, good for a keto or a keto diet, built.com. Jimmy, um, again, I want to try and preview – uh, Miami in just a bit uh, with a with a Miami guy maybe on the next podcast hopefully if I get a hold of him but um, I thought it'd be kind of cool did you go to the ninety three Sugar Bowl against Miami uh, I, I did um, yeah yeah I was there um, I was still a, I was a law student first year law student uh, but yeah I was there it was uh, it was fun stuff it was uh, pretty unbelievable. I was there as a student. I'm not quite as ancient as you are, um, but I remember it so well. And I remember, you know, it's funny how the roles have reversed, that at the time, Miami was Darth Vader. Actually, they were worse than Darth Vader. They were more like Darth Vader's alcoholic uncle who has a tendency to get into bar fights for no reason named Lenny Vader, (laughs) Darth Lenny. Um, But uh, people just, people just hated them. They hated them. Now I think, you know, obviously we're the new Darth Vader now we're the empire. I don't think people hate us as much as they hated those Miami teams. I mean, am I wrong to say that? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading the room wrong, but man, people hated those Miami teams. And that, and I think it was mostly because they had the sort of the thuggish reputation. And um, it was just sort of, you know, you remember when they played Texas in the Cotton Bowl and they beat the fire out of them and they spent the entire time dancing when they weren't scoring touchdowns. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it's interesting how the roles have reversed on this. 
Yeah, uh, that's true. I, I do think we're – I think most of the nation will be rooting for Miami because most of the country wants Alabama to lose. I think it's different, though. I mean, it's different. I, I think the country wasn't a fan of Miami. Uh, if you weren't a Miami fan, you probably didn't like Miami back then. And it was more about the way they acted as opposed to just the constant winning. Uh, I think with Alabama, people root against Alabama – the same way they root against the Yankees or Notre Dame or, or you know, whatever NBA team is dominating. Uh, you know, I think people kind of root against the Lakers and LeBron right now. Uh, I, I think Alabama is just the winning, winning, winning. People get tired of seeing the same team, the same team, and, and they want Alabama to lose. But I don't think people across the country view Alabama as jerks the way they viewed Miami in the 80s and 90s. Miami was kind of an outlaw team. I, I don't think Alabama in any way is viewed as anything other than we are so tired of seeing those guys win. Uh, so it, it is funny how the roles have reversed, but I wouldn't say it's a mirror image of what the situation was in the 80s or 90s. It's similar but different. What was your fondest memory for that game? And look, don't give me the George Teague strip. Um, that's so cliche. That would, you know, that's obviously – up there with greatest memories of all time. So I feel like that's too easy, but give me another memory. Uh, of the game itself. Yes. Or, or just, just the general, uh, just the general feeling of it all. Uh, I, I specifically recall my feelings. I specifically did not believe Alabama would win. I admit, and that's not a crazy thought. We were like a eight and a half point underdog eight or nine. Even, I mean, there, there wasn't hardly anyone giving Alabama a chance to win the game, except some, hardcore Alabama people. I think very few people in the national media were picking Alabama to win. I remember thinking that our program was ascending under Coach Stallings and the defense was so good. And I was excited about how playing on such a big stage was going to help with recruiting. I remember that thinking, wow, we're going to really start recruiting great because we're playing on this big stage. I remember being excited about the stage more than the thought of that, that Alabama would actually win the game uh, when the, I, I was, it was literally, I was the guy quote excited to be there uh, and, and not so much counting on, on pulling a huge upset, m much less destroying Miami like, like we didn't. As a matter of fact, Alabama sort of destroyed the, uh, the, uh, the whole image of Miami in that game. Really in Miami wasn't the same again for several years. Although, People forget. They say Miami hasn't been the same since. That's probably true. Miami has, hasn't had extended success since then. But Miami built a heck of a program in the early 2000s. They, they were very good uh, during that period of time and immensely talented under Butch Davis. Uh, but, no, what I remember, Luke, was literally the I'm just happy to be here uh, moments. Uh, the fact that Alabama won the game was was not necessarily gravy. It was frosting, gravy, cherries on top, ice cream sundae, all of it. But uh, was totally unexpected. Probably the, that was probably the most fun time uh, I've had watching Alabama play, even through the Saban era. In terms of like, I can't believe what I'm seeing here, but this is so awesome. First of all, that's the most disgusting dessert in the history of yeah, dessert. Guess, this would explain this would explain my uh, my current girth. <laughs> um, but secondly, I remember that pretty well. 
Um, I, I remember David Palmer's punt return where he almost broke it for a touchdown that just, wow, 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 wow. Um, that I, if he had returned that for a touchdown, that would have been just incredible. Um, all right, Jimmy, let me, let me go ahead and tell everybody about sweat block. Sweat block is doctor created, doctor recommended, works for up to seven days per use, dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on Rachel Ray by uh, firefighters who are around heat all the time, so they sweat a lot. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews, manufactured in the USA. Wear what you want to wear, your little secret with confidence. You put this wipe on on a Sunday night before you go to bed. You don't have to put on antiperspirant for the rest of the week. You got to wear deodorant, but not antiperspirant for those who sweat a lot. You know that's a big deal. Go to sweatblock.com, use promo code locked on, get 20% off that order, or go to Amazon or CVS to pick this up. It's a fantastic product. Go check them out, sweatblock.com. All right, Jimmy, um, I'm getting a couple of work emergencies here. So just really quickly, is there any other news on the football team this week? Well, I'm hoping uh, as we record this, the depth charts aren't out. This is what we call official depth chart day. This is the day that traditionally under Saban, Alabama has released the only depth chart they release all season long. And usually there's so many ands and ors on it that it doesn't really mean a lot. And I'm not expecting there to be something that I personally consider news on it, but it will be an all-day-long talking point when it goes out because a lot of people take this depth chart as some sort of gospel, uh, as if Alabama is required to line up in the way they suggest they will by the release of this depth chart when in fact it's nothing more really than a guide. But, but I, I am interested in seeing it and, uh, and, and over, I'm interested in seeing it and overreacting to it like everyone else. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for this episode. We will be back tomorrow and uh, getting you ready for this game. Going to love it. Uh, have official be. predictions coming up. Official predictions this week. I mean, it's time to settle on a score. And I know people can't wait to, to hear that, of course. We got predictions on all the games, baby. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make you money on betonline.ag. You're not going to have to use sweat block because you're not going to sweat this out. How about that? Why are you eating your bill bar? Um, all right, buddy. I will uh, get with you, and we will uh, talk tomorrow. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.